man, oh man, the boys are hot. Hitting home run props higher than any other rate I've seen in a long, long, long time. I actually joined the fun. Finally, I hit something. I was going to come on the show if I didn't hit a home run prop because everybody else is hitting it. I hit Goldschmidt, but the real winners today, our guy Dave hit Framil Reyes and Vladdy Guerrero. He goes two for two on the show yesterday. Tony put up some props as well. He was on haul for Philadelphia. He hits a home run, and then our guy goes, man. He has a home run model that he's in the lab working on every single day, every night. And the top two guys on the home run model were Hall and Hoskins as well. They both homers. So if you followed any of our home run props on any part of our site or in Discord or on Twitter, you definitely made some money on Tuesday. And we hope to continue that trend on Wednesday. If you want to lock in with our projection models, Adam's articles, Dave's articles, um, Jared's article. Make sure you check us out at winddailysports.com. Use promo code STIX22, and you'll get a free month to lock in with everything that we got going at winddailysports.com. If you missed the golf show that was on about an hour ago, make sure you're locking with them. They hit multiple outright bets on two different tours last week, and they are hot as well. So if you're in a legal state or have access to do some sports betting, definitely follow what we got going on. But right now, it's Tuesday night. We're looking at the Wednesday slate. And for me, pitching is kind of simple because there's not too many options. Adam, I'm going to give you my opinion, and you tell me you're the master when it comes to pitching. But where I'm going is either Scherzer or Rodone up top. And I'm going to pair him with Jordan Montgomery at $6,900 on DraftKings going against a weak Colorado lineup. I don't know why the Yankees traded this guy, to be totally honest with you. I don't know what they see in Bader, but Montgomery's a good lefty. Um, he's pitching well. I like him. Best value play on the site. And then up top, kind of leading Scherzer, but they got a tougher matchup against Atlanta than San Fran does against Arizona. So those are three guys I'm targeting. Who are you on tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely Max Scherzer. Um, you know, it's kind of odd because, yes, Atlanta's a good offense. Yes, they've been hitting, but this is actually a pretty good matchup for Scherzer because they tend to be righty-heavy. He's better against the right side of the plate. And for all the power and the potential that Atlanta has, they strike out a ton. You know, there's a reason that Scherzer almost scored 40 DK two starts ago against this Braves offense. Yes, that was at home. No, I'm not penciling him in the lineup expecting 40 DK, but you kind of know that's still a possibility. I, I mean, Max has been that good this year when he's been on the mound. And with the bad luck they've suffered with injuries these past two starts, whether he's at his best or not, I can't see him throwing under 100 pitches tomorrow. Like, it's going to happen. They need some length because Walker and Carrasco both left really early with injuries. Like, they need him. They need a sharp outing from him. And he knows that. You know what I mean? Like, this is a big game for them. They're looking like they're going to lose again. It's hard to not want to go back Scherzer and just about everything tomorrow. Yeah, I'm watching a game right now. They're down, down 4 nothing. Acuna scores. Um, Mets struggling right now a little bit. Um, they finally get healthy with DeGrom, and now every starting pitcher is going down. McNeil um, has Escobar an injury. Escobar, Guillermo has gone. So they have like five injuries that hit them all at once. But luckily they have a big enough lead that I think they'll be able to withstand it. And then, look, they have Scherzer and DeGrom uh, hopefully coming back-to-back with some wins here. So um, you got – Scherzer slightly ahead of Rodon. I'm assuming you're you may be with me in Montgomery. Anybody else in between? Because 
I looked around, kind of struggled to see anybody in between those lineups. It really is. Um, I mean, from Valdez probably has a good start. Does he have a start that scores enough to justify 10-3? And it's dicey to me. I know, like I said this last time, and he made me look stupid. He went out and he struck out eight eight Rangers. He scored 32. But this guy still averages under 20. Now you're into the five digits. His K rate's under 23%. His ground ball rate's fantastic. It's 67%. I'm not paying 10-3 for ground balls. I, I need strikeouts at that point. I mean, look at Justin Verlander last night. He had like two or three strikeouts, you know, through four or five innings. He barely broke 10 DK points. You just, you can't afford to not get strikeouts at this level. Um, you know, it's kind of what happened the last time that we talked when we were on together, because Tony Gonzalez is on the same slate. He's going to get ignored again because everyone's going to pitch Scherzer. Everyone who doesn't pitch Scherzer is going to pitch Rodon. I think Gonzalez came in 5% the, the last time we talked. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the exact same thing. Is it a much tougher path for him to score outscore those other two? Yes. Is it possible? Yeah, it is, because Gonzalez has been that good. He has a big red flag that his XFIP is about a run and a half higher than the ERA, which is a concern, no doubt. But, you know, at 5%, if the pitching is super concentrated, which I expect on on this late, he's still worth a shot, especially if you play 20 max, something like that. I wouldn't do it in single entry or, you know, something, something like a format like that, because I think it's probably going to be Scherzer and Montgomery – pretty much across the board. I, I would assume that's going to be the catalog. I certainly don't mind that in GPP either. I mean, you saw what Quintana was able to do. I think Montgomery's a little bit better than Quintana. Um, you know, he really hasn't thrown a cutter yet as a Cardinal, um, which it's not his best pitch. It's not like one of his most used pitches anyways. But they kind of eliminate that, and it's just sinker, curve, change. I, I think that might be probably his best possible outcome. Yeah, the other guy I'll mention, too, is Cal Quantrill. 7,000 going against Detroit. Seven Ks in his last start, you know, against a good Toronto team. You know, no earned runs in the last two starts, the last 13 innings. He's pitched uh, well enough against Detroit at 7K to hit value, too. Uh, 14.2 in two starts, 10 innings, 12 hits allowed, three earned runs, nine Ks. So he's on a bad value if you want to come off the potentially chalky Montgomery and maybe go to Quantrill. I think that's a decent spot. If somehow information comes up and Contreras has no pitch count, um, we were pitching this guy when he came out early out of Pittsburgh, but I'm assuming he's going to be on a pitch count. Boston's still fighting, you know, for a playoff spot. So they're going to be pesky there. So not really in love with Contreras. Look, Kopech went out last time we, we did this show. He had 11 Ks, but it's a different team. Detroit versus Houston, totally different team. He got, Kind of lit up versus Houston the first time out. Um, only got 6.5 uh, DraftKings points, so probably off that. Now, switching it over to the stacks, um, going Scherzer or Rodone with Montgomery or, you know, a Quantrill leaves you with some, you know, value needed. Um, I think Texas is in a great spot. They have multiple guys in the 2K range that you can pair with Semyon and Seeger that round out a nice little five-man stack. So you got guys like Tavares at 2,600. Josh Smith, make sure he gets the start. He's 2,000. Jonah Heim, 3,600. Even Semyon is cheap at 4,300. And then Seager is at 5,100. Seager, I'll give a big hint. That's going to be my first home run call of the night. I think Corey Seager, uh, 
you know, he he's due. Last time I, I picked him, I think he went over or, or didn't hit a home run. So he owes me a home run. He had a home run three games ago, but um, not when I picked him. So I'm going to go with Seager as my first home run call. How do you like Texas? If it's not Texas, who do you like as far as stacks go? Well, let's back up for one second because I am completely with you on the Rangers. Um, as far as Contreras goes, I don't think he's going to be on any major pitch count. Um, okay. He wasn't he wasn't in AAA for that reason. He was in AAA to avoid the Super 2 status because yep. the Pirates, like any other major league team, will manipulate service time to no end. And I can't believe that we're still at this point. I don't understand how the union allows him to do it. It's ridiculous and it's asinine, but I don't think he's going to have a huge pitch count restriction. And I mean, if you look at last night, okay, Mitch Keller went out first inning, got shelled, but his velocity was down like four miles an hour across the board. I, I think something was, was pretty wrong with him. When you're looking at these Red Sox, yeah, they are technically still in the fight, but man, after, over the past 30 days, they have the second highest K rate and they're 19th in, or lower in OPS, WRC plus, Woba, and on base. So I think Contreras is actually a pretty nice value play here, especially if Montgomery's pretty joggy. And the only other guy I'll throw out, a little bit crazy, you got to be a little bit nuts, but Rich Hill at 6,100. Listen, Rich Hill's not that great. I get it. His pitch count's probably going to be limited to about 80. He's on his way back from injury. But the Pirates strike out the second most versus lefty pitching. We've seen this all season long. Even bad to average lefties can get something done against this Pirates lineup if they pitch with their left hand. 6,100, again, I don't think he'll get a lot of uh, traction because Montgomery's going to be that guy. But this this game, I actually think might be, I don't want to say a pitch, pitcher's duel, but I think it offers two decent value plays. No, as far I get as the Rangers, I, I'm totally with you. I did have Seager written down for my home run pick. Uh, so last time that happened with me and Tony nice. was Manny Machado, and he went yard. So hopefully that's a good sign for us. I'm glad um, I got that in before you stole it. <laughs> I would have been screwed. <laughs> I mean, how can you not like the, the Rangers lefties here? O- Oler has a 396 Woba or higher against the left side of the plate, a 3.06 home run per nine, and an 8.83 FIP. Like, if there's a Rangers lefty in the lineup, I'm probably going to play him in some format or another. Yeah, they're cheap too, man. Like, I I, I built a lineup right now in Montgomery Scherzer with a five-man Texas stack of Heim, Josh Smith, Tavares, Corey Seager, and I threw Marcus Simeon in at 4,300. He's been swinging a hot bat. And then I slid in my second home run prop to see if I can steal this one away from you as well. Um, you're probably not going to go there. I'm going to double down on, I guess, the best hitter in baseball right now, maybe not name Aaron Judge, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. He home run for me on Tuesday. He's going against Marquez. He's faced Marquez plenty of times when he's out in Arizona. I believe he has like four or five home runs against him. Ten for his last 33. The guy can hit. He's hitting over 300. I'm going to say much about him, but I got a lineup that I build with Goldschmidt in it, with those five Texas guys with Montgomery and Scherzer. I still got 4,300 left for my last two outfield spots. You can also slide Josh Smith to the outfield, get a power hitting third baseman if you want. Um, so that's my second stack. Not that I really want to attack Marquez. He is one of the weaker pitchers on the slate. He is better away than at home. Of course, you're pitching in Coors Field. But St. Louis is hot. Goldschmidt's a good hitter. Um, so I'm going to go that route. But secondary stacks here, you know, I, I know you got the Yankees, you know, against Kluber. He struggled. You got 
Cleveland against Daniel Norris. Uh, he's back in the league, I guess, throwing balls. I don't know how long he's going to last um, innings-wise, but what's your thoughts here for other stacks outside of Texas? I actually think the Mets might get off the uh, off the schneid here, get up off the canvas, and and put up some runs. I sure hope so, man. Sure <laughs> Jake so. Odorizzi is not anything to fear, especially when he's against the left side of the plate. We're talking just a thirteen point eight percent K rate, five point four or five point five four, excuse me, xFIP, and that leads me to my second. Well, I guess my first home run guy uh, is Dan Vogelbach. Uh, I'm going to stick at the oh. first base position myself. Okay. Uh, Big Dan's going to pop another one out here, uh, only 4,400. And this is a nice stack all the way around because, okay, maybe you can't like afford Alonzo or if you're trying to do – if you're really trying to see if you can put Scherzer and Rodon together, it's going to be a little bit tight. But the Mets should have – are going to have Brett Beatty up. Uh, he got to the park tonight. I'm, I'm assuming he's going to make the lineup tomorrow. Minimum Lefty, salary. Minimum yeah. salary at third base. Are there good third base plays, you know, that are expensive? Absolutely. Is there anybody up at the top of that third base? And I'm like, I'm not willing to fade this guy to punt this position. Not particularly. No. I mean, Devers, great play. Jose Ramirez, great play against Norris. Aaron over against Marquez is fine. Like, there's nothing at the top that I'm like, I have to jam in that I cannot play uh, batty. So, I like the Mets overall, especially from the left side. Um, and they're, they're pretty easy to get in there. Yeah, uh, Mets in play. One other team, uh, I don't know if you heard about them, but they're kind of good, the Dodgers. Yeah, um, pretty, every, pretty good. Every, every slate, they're getting better and better. Lauer, he's a guy who's pitched well this year. Um, two home runs in the last start against St. Louis. You know, four home runs in the last five games. Obviously, the Dodgers can hit. You know, he is pitching slightly better at home, but I still consider um, – Milwaukee, a hitter's park, nice little dome. So I think the Dodgers are definitely in play. I don't think anybody's playing Lauer. Uh, so it's no. not really like a leverage play at all. But I, I don't think the Dodgers are going to come in as one of the top stacks. You know, the, the stacks that we mentioned, Texas, St. Louis, the Mets, the Yankees, um, they'll all come in ahead of them. I can see the Astros come in even ahead of the Dodgers. You know, with Kopech, you know, he had one good start, but not much after that. So I think it's wide open. Oakland in play as well. Texas is pitching. Um, Cole Reagans, I don't know how long he's going to last in a game, maybe four or five innings max. And then you also got Cleveland too. Look, Daniel Norris, the guy came out when he first started in his career, looked pretty good. Um, was supposed to be a top prospect, and then completely fell off. Yeah. He's pitched 16 innings at home, 16 earned runs, 16 innings away, seven earned runs, seven home runs, and 32 innings pitched. Um, he's a guy that you can attack is he had one start in August. He hasn't started a game prior to, uh, July 16th and he was pitching bullpen games. So this may be a bullpen game for Detroit. So Cleveland is definitely in play as well. Um, I gave you my two home runs. It's Goldschmidt and Seager. Who is your second guy? You went off the limb. I, I, I just, I'm going to look tomorrow and see what Vogelback is. He's got to be probably. Maybe 750. It's going to be heavy, um, heavy odds. You're going to get some nice odds on Vogelbox. So who do you have in your second pick? Yeah, it should be a uh, should be a nice return if he actually does leave the yard. And I mean, it, I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants here because I didn't think you'd steal mine on a nine game slate. Mookie but bets. Gonna... <laughs> I want to go a little Mookie. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to go with, uh, let's see, who do I want to attack Michael Kopech with? You can go Tucker Alvarez. You can go with some Jonah Heim on Texas. Could. He's, he's got one home run in his last 10 games, you know 12 home runs on a year. I think I'm going to stick with Tucker. He's actually heating up finally. I mean, he already coded your fantasy team for the season, but 343 average, uh, OPS over 1,002 dongs in the last 10 games for him. Kopech gives up a ton of fly balls. Uh, he's worse against lefties. So instead of taking the expensive guy, I'll stick with Tucker at 4,500. Yeah, Tucker's been heating up, like you said. He's still got 21 home runs on the year, you know, 76 RBIs. He will be, you know, effective in the playoff run that Houston will have. So I like that call, lefty on Kopech. Houston's also sneaky. I think Houston and the Dodgers probably the two sneakiest stacks where, you know, from name recognition they're going against two, you know, good to decent pitchers here that some people will fade. It's kind of a shorter slate here, so that's a good way to kind of at least get some lower ownership on your your bats here. So I like those calls. Look, we'll be here every single day giving home run props. I can't guarantee that we'll nail every single home run prop, go three or four, or Tony going two or two, or Dave going two or two. But even if you go one for four in home run props, you typically you know pull a profit here. Um, crazy guys like our guy in Discord, North Forker, he goes out there and round robins, and he's been cashing <laughs> yeah, like two, three hundred, four hundred pop. Um, so make sure you check out the home run model too. This home run model has been crushing um, every single day. Ghost is in the lab using it, so make sure you check out the home run model. Um, it'll be up on WindailySports.com. It refreshes every single morning. Make sure you're locking with that. And if you don't have a membership to get gold access to our projections or expert chat, use promo code STIX twenty two. That'll get you a free month of service. You get our season-long rankings. You get Nick's uh, cash game article is a month out early. That's pretty crazy to see. So we have so much NFL content on the way, projection models, uh, prop models on the way for NFL as well. So stay tuned. we got so much more coming at you. Have a good Wednesday. Prepare for your golf lineups. They'll be talking golf all night in Discord chat today and tomorrow. And then also – Make sure you check out their YouTube channel with with their DraftCast show, man. They had a great show today, calling outrights, first-round leaders. So we'll be back tomorrow with MLB. Good luck with the MLB and golf lineups tomorrow. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.